You are listening to the Cambridge Insider Podcast. In this final episode of season two, hosts Mariah and Stephen give a season recap and an update for the international student market. This episode is sponsored by North Cobb Christian School. North Cobb is an independent college preparatory Christian school located in Kensaw, Georgia. It enrolls children from K-3 through 12th grade. The school offers a variety of honors and AP classes, clubs, and a variety of middle school, junior varsity, and varsity sports. Thanks for listening. Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our final episode for Season 2 of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. It's great to have all of you listening in and along with us. As per usual, my co-host, Mariah Thompson, how are you? I'm good. This is episode 15, which episode. is crazy. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been a, it's been a busy season, but it's been a yeah. good season. I feel like we've covered so much. Yes, covered awesome. so much. And I feel like we've we've gelled. We've got our how we like to communicate together. It's it's good. Um, I'm exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. If if you if you want to um you know a success story, talk about Mariah and I's uh <laughs> you know uh, podcast partnership because I think it's been excellent. Yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, we thought um as a great way to end off season two, we're coming to the end of uh, the uh, calendar year at least, and we wanted to just talk a little bit about what we've addressed in these fifteen episodes. Everything that we were going through, and we're just going to touch briefly on it, has been super relevant and continues to be super relevant, right? Uh, our goal from the very beginning with the Cambridge Insider podcast has been to make sure that all of our partners, all of our different partners, be that students or school partners or host families, um, are all you know staying up to date with relevant information and are able to make knowledge-based decisions on their programs and on their futures. So uh, without further ado, let's delve right into it. I think the first thing that we have to talk about that is super exciting because I remember back to season one and where the market was, and I feel like season two has been that turning point that we've been waiting for for all these months, I suppose. But the market is fully back. International student admission, be that at a college level or a high school level, is very much yeah, Mariah. Yes. Yes, it was an exciting time. It is, It is. You're right. It is like the turning point was season two when we started because it was starting to get excited. But now we're seeing it as the season's gone through. We've seen what we were saying before, so it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the the stat goes that we've seen from May of last year, so May of 2021 to May of this year, which I know is not not October, but you know that just to use that as the benchmark, we've seen about a 75% increase in the number of F1 students coming into this country participating in international education. Um, which is great, considering, and we understand that it was still very much a COVID year in 2021, but 75% is 75%, right? And I think it points to the fact that this market is rebounding, that there is interest. We're seeing that from our sales team, from our constituents that we work with across Southeast Asia specifically, that students, families want to know more information. They want to participate in this market. They want to gain information so that they can potentially come here and be students, which is just you know awesome to hear. Talk to me a little bit, or let's talk a little bit about birth rate, because that goes hand in hand with market. It goes hand in hand with what we've done strategically from a Cambridge um, marketing side. But how big a role has birth rate played in where the market is right now and what you know programs have to be looking at for the future? 
Yeah. And when you think about like international education um, and having international students come to your program, the, the thought is like, oh, let's really like add culture to our, our campus. Um, and that's been the, the goal. And it is the heart of everyone's program. Um, but it, it wouldn't be right to not think about what else is happening, which is the birth rate decline. So it also aids maybe some of the lacking that you're seeing domestically here. If you're seeing declining rates of admission domestically, having an international program can help aid that, um, which you know a little bit more than I do on that, but it, it does, it does help more than just adding culture. It will help this, this serious thing that's happening right now. 100%. And I think, to your point, what it requires school and college programs to do is to think a little bit in the future and commit right. a little bit to the future. Because it's easy, I think, for programs post-COVID to say, my domestic enrollment, I'm a private school, so my domestic enrollment, as an example, is perhaps up. And, you know, Stephen and Mariah and Cambridge are talking about domestic enrollment is struggling. I don't see it struggling. The reality of the birth rate is going to hit us in the next three to 10 years approximately, depending on where a, a student joins your program. But that's really where you're going to see that decline in domestic mm -hmm. enrollment. That's a fact. There's no opinion about that. That's just the number of people that are being born that are eligible to come to programs <laughs> and enroll, right? So international education has taken on that, that importance that I think in the past it was, how can we add to our community? How can we add a little diversity? How can we give international students an opportunity? And of course, how can we add to our financial situation through enrolling students? Now it's about how can I supplement the fact that in the next three to, you know, eight, three to 10 years, that declining rate of domestic enrollment, how can I supplement that with an international population and international demand that is certainly growing? So birth rate is certainly something to think about. Um, if you haven't read up about it, look through some of our podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. we've, we've delved into it. Feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to just free of charge consult and talk because for us, the future of the market as a whole is important and birth rates is a part of that conversation. I did want to mention just before we get to a couple of sort of success stories from a Cambridge strategy side, I did want to briefly also just talk about the fact that as much as we've seen that 75% increase in the number of students coming into the country, as much as we've seen visas are good to go, students can enroll, we're seeing that interest, um, you know, we're seeing most of what we saw, the challenges we saw with COVID have fallen away. This remains very much a, a saturated market. That is a market reality. Doesn't mean that there aren't students out there. No, to the contrary, we're telling you they're coming back. But as a school, as a college, um, how are you attracting these students? And that reality has changed this year more than any other year. And I think it was, of course, accentuated by COVID and accelerated by COVID. Um, but how can we attract students in this modern time? Mariah has been a, a big part of that, but talking digital marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to match the way people are seeing these things now. Um, and so that has changed over the years um, where you might have been a really great program and international students. It's kind of like a restarting. You have to restart the way you're putting yourself out there. Um, so digital marketing, being on WeChat, um, having these live events that we that we do that support WeChat um, is definitely crucial into getting yourself out there for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. The biggest thing that we want to 
really put a stop to schools having these unrealistic expectations. Yeah. The market is not where it was five years. If you're expecting a to maintain your program, to grow your program, to serve a robust program of international students, but you're not involved in some kind of digital effort, it's likely you're going to be very, very disappointed with your service provider, with your admissions personnel, with the lack of students, you're going to be frustrated because that's a fact. We need to be able to, or you as a school, again, even if you're just looking to maintain your program, you need to be able to get onto some kind of digital platform, yeah. which leads beautifully right into us talking a little bit about the strategies that we've rolled out at Cambridge Network. I love to end episodes on positive notes, and I think <laughs> Global College Connect GCC and Cambridge Enhanced Marketing CEM have just been incredible success stories. Um, to give a, a very brief history, right? We launched these. We launched CEM about 20 months ago, maybe, out of a really a need to just do things differently in this market, and it's just been an incredible success. At this stage, about 18% of all of our school partners are part of Cambridge Enhanced Marketing CEM, and about 49% of all of our new enrollments are going to that 18%. I don't have to give other other data right. to <laughs> to sort of sell that idea, um, and. What I do want to make abundantly clear is that this is not just a success story for Cambridge. We're happy that it's been super successful. We have an incredible team, Mariah being one of them, Katie Chen, for those of you that have had the honor of working with her. Shout on, out to Katie. Absolutely, <laughs> on the Southeast Asia marketing side. Um, it's been a success story for us, absolutely. But more importantly, it's been a success story for our partners who've put yeah. that faith and that trust in us, and we thank them for it. We've been in this past fall, um, Fall 2022 recruitment season for our CEM partners being able to bring in $1.4 million in tuition revenue, which is just, you know, in a, in a tough market, just incredible. Yeah. Um, so really, if you are a school partner, if you're a college, if you are looking for some kind of digital breakthrough in your marketing, if you understand that this market is changing and that by standing still, you are falling behind, reach out. Let's talk digital marketing. And I've had some schools that have said to me, I'm going to look for this elsewhere, but I appreciate your information. We're happy to give this information away. Um, so if yeah. you just want to connect with us and you just want to talk about the digital landscape, Mariah and I, drop us a line. Let's talk about uh, how digital this market has become. We do have other episodes where we go in a little bit more deeper of what we're doing and why we do it. Um, so there's podcast episodes. And then on our YouTube channel, there is some explanation of digital marketing and of how WeChat works. So if you're trying to get a little bit more information, um, but like Steven said, we would gladly have a conversation too with you as well that we can gear towards the information you're looking directly to your program. So we would Absolutely. love to chat with you. Absolutely. Last two things that I want to mention that are really one thing is that super exciting. The, the, the most recent developments for those of you that maybe haven't <clears throat> stayed you know, up to date with what's happened with those digital efforts of ours, GCC and CEM, is that we've added site engine optimization SEO to both our GCC and our CEM packages. I've been seeing the numbers roll in. That's phenomenal what yeah. SEO has done. We offer that on WeChat and we offer it on Baidu. For those of you that don't know what SEO is, the way I think about it, Mariah's probably going to laugh at me, but <laughs> when you go onto Google and you type in, you know, hamburgers near me, and there's a couple <laughs> that, that, that click right at the top and you're wondering, why do these go right at the top? Um, that's what we're doing with SEO, right? So we are targeting an audience and making sure that, um, you know, your message gets proclaimed louder than anybody else's. Is that a, a, about it? No, I would say no need to laugh. That is it. Search engine optimization is just what you're typing in your problem. 
who's got the best solution. And we use the search engine optimization to make sure that your school gets a part of their solution plan. Absolutely. If you've got a great program, that's one thing, but it's like putting a lamp under a a cup, right? Nobody can see the light from that lamp. Right. We, we really want to proclaim that your program is great and show it to, to interested parties. And the numbers, like I said, that I've been seeing come through schools that have started SEO this week that are getting like 10, 20, 30 leads within like a couple of days of SEO. Warm, interested leads that we're busy closing in on, which is awesome. The other part of that um, is just our China verified website um, and, and making your program, making an application and an enrollment possibility to your program realistic. Um, you know, uh, have giving families and students <clears throat> unrestricted unfettered access to your content on this landing page that we create for you. We put your content up there, we translate it, and somebody in the middle of China can click onto this website, have a look at it, click on a link, enroll, find more information, connect with you and connect with us. It's the next step in going directly to the customer and we're super excited that that has been part of CEM and GCC. If you are with a service provider and they're not providing that to you, you need to ask some serious questions. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, good. Mariah, I appreciate all your help in season two. I think it's been a I think it's been a wild ride, but it's it's been super <laughs> exciting. I think we've yes. uh, we've we've got with the market, and uh, I think we're at a better place right now. Any final thoughts as we end off season two of the Cambridge Insider Podcast? Uh, no final thoughts. Just keep connected with us. Watch other episodes if you're curious. Um, drop some comments. We're looking forward to coming back in January for season three. Um, we hope you spend a lot of time with family in the meantime. I know there's a lot of school breaks that happen, so enjoy, rest. We're going to be doing the same. Absolutely. It's Thanksgiving in the U.S., or it's soon to be Thanksgiving. It's, it's maybe Halloween first and then soon to be Thanksgiving, and then we go into the Christmas break. So we felt it would be a good time to end off for season two. There's a lot of great content out there, though. And as Mariah said, drop us a comment, connect with us, and we'll be happy to shoot you one back. And we're excited to be back on the air with you in your cars, on the train, wherever you listen to us in January. So keep an eye out on all our socials for updates on that. To all of our listeners, we appreciate you as always and have yourself a wonderful little break. We'll catch you for season three on the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to never miss an episode. For more Cambridge updates, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Have a great week and stay connected.